will always be twisting God's words when he comes with a covenant. He said X, Y, and Z. He said, this will happen. I am good on my word. Do you want God's plan for your life? Do you want to discover your calling? Do you want to build a business that's aligned with God's will? Hey girl, hey, I'm Jeanette, business and faith coach. After a decade in the military, the Air Force said, see you later, and I had to find my true calling. Want to know how God directed my life from a cybersecurity engineer to a faith and business mentor? In this podcast, I'll teach you how to start a business, how to know your business is God's calling, monetization techniques, how to trust the Holy Spirit, and how to set boundaries to listen to His Word alone. Ready to become unapologetically unstoppable? Hey girl, hey, welcome to this week's episode. And I am so excited about this week's episode because today we're going to be talking about covenants, okay? So when you think about covenants, there are several things that you might think of, right? So a lot of people think about in the Bible, it says covenants, covenant, covenant, covenant. I will keep my covenant with Abraham. I'll keep my covenant with Sarah. I'll keep my Moses. Also, in our business, we think of covenants as contracts, right? So contracts and covenants are similar, meaning that they are a word that both people have this on it and this on it, and we're coming to a promise together, right? We're coming to an agreement together on what we're going to do, what the terms of agreement are, and what that looks like. Okay, so let's talk about business first, right? Because sometimes I think that's easier to wrap our brains around. So in our business, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk to you about a few things in your business that you need to have covenants slash contracts for. I'm using these words as they mean the same in this part right here, but they don't actually mean the same. But we're going to just walk through them as contracts, okay? So in your business, you should have a contract with anybody that you do services with and or for and any partnerships that you have, period. On the podcast, you've heard different guests and on the, on the process to be on the podcast, there is a contract because I don't want anybody coming back later saying, oh, I didn't want you to put this on here. It's plain and clear in the contract. You get a copy. I get a copy. We both sign it. We both look at it. We both agree to the terms. And it's just to protect me and that other person. It's not like saying that I think that somebody's going to sue me or something like that, although that has happened before. It's really to protect me and them. So that way we're both in agreement when we come to something together. We're coming to this agreement together that we are going to do this specific thing for this period of time together, right? And now you can have contracts in your business for different contractors that you have, right? So all of my contractors, they all have a contract. And when we look at that contract, when we first get together, we decide how long that term is going to be for. Some of the contractors on my team, they have indefinite contracts. So Whenever they feel like they want to leave or whenever I feel like it's time for me to move on from their services, we will have a contract agreement meeting and some contracts, they just come up recurringly and then we just go back through and do we want to renew the contract? Yes or no. And it's, there's no offense. It is just business. It's not because I feel a certain type of way or blah, blah, blah. It's not like that. It's, this is business. We have a contract. 
We're going to look, renegotiate our contract, the terms of agreement. You know how like every time you download something on the internet, it says, these are my terms of service. That's basically it. I mean, you need to read those things, but that's basically it, right? It'll say, so for my contractors, it says something in there like what information is, how we share information, what information you can share. There is a place in there that says you can't say anything about anything about anything in my business because I come from a cybersecurity background where secrets and protected information and intellectual property is a very serious thing. And not only do I not want mine stolen, I don't want anybody who I work with stolen by somebody that I work with, somebody that I'm working for, a client that I have. I don't want somebody on my team to take information from somebody that I'm working with. So that's that's another reason that I have these contracts in place because I'm not just protecting me, I'm protecting anybody that I work with and work for. You know what I mean? So let's talk about the contracts like that. So you should have contracts, breaking it down again, in your business. For you, anybody that works for you, anybody that you work with. And they should all have time limits attached. They should be very specific on what you can and cannot do. So that way it's clear, plain as day. And you need to be really organized with what you want your contractors to do or your 1099 employees to do. They're not really employees, but your 1099 contractors to do in the contract, right? In the contract. So now let's talk biblical. Let's talk about covenants, right? So we have a biblical business. We are in this business to help Jesus. That is our our mission, our calling. We have kingdom businesses. We're building businesses with the Holy Spirit. We are type A personalities. We want to go above and beyond. We want to do the thing. You know what I'm saying? You want to do the thing? We need to have these covenants, okay? And the covenants, so when we think about covenants, the first covenant that we come to um, that was broken was a verbal covenant with Adam and Eve. Okay. In Genesis, he says, you can have all of these trees. You can have all of this stuff. Do not eat from that. That is a covenant promise that he's making to him. You will have everything you need. You don't need to do anything. This is what I want you to do. These are the rules. All you have to do is not eat from this tree. These, these trees right here in the middle of the garden are off limits. Go do what you want to do be free. I want you to be free. I want you to glorify me. I want you to love your life. I want you to do all these things. This is going to be great. This is going to be awesome. This is going to be, this is going to be awesome. Right. And then they broke the covenant. And so because they broke the covenant, there was repercussions for their actions. Right. We all know what those are. Pain and childbirth. You're going to be working the land with your hands. We're going to like all of these things. It's spelled out in Genesis plain as day, these are the repercussions of your actions directly, okay? And now, and now, women will bear a son who will put the devil, the snake, under her feet. Will happen. And he was talking about Jesus, right? And so also, in in Genesis 17, this is when he's talking to Adam, Abraham, sorry, Abram, before he comes, becomes Abraham, talking about him and his wife, Sarah, talking about, okay, I am going to give you a son. He says that. I will give you a son. Your child, your child will come from your wife, Sarah. She will give birth. He says that. And so they're waiting. And they're waiting, and they're already old, and they get older, and they're like, is it time yet? Did, 
is he for real? Is God coming back? I haven't heard God in a while. He said this was going to happen, but I don't see him moving. I don't see any fruit from the things that he said. I don't see anything. So that's when they decide to take their covenant into their own hands. And she says, take my, my slave girl, my maiden, and make a baby through her. Because obviously that's what God said to do, which God did not say to do that. People always be twisting God's words when he comes with a covenant. He said X, Y, and Z. He didn't say you need to go do something. He said, this will happen. This will happen. I am good on my word. Wait, be patient. It will come to pass. So so they have a baby. She hates her servant. She's mean to her. The, the new servant lady is like, yo, I hate this. I'm running away. And then a messenger comes, which is an angel. And they say, she is going to have a baby. Sarah is going to have a baby. And she literally laughs. And so when she did finally have a baby, she named him Isaac which means laughter, because she she thought it was hilarious. Like, there's no way. So I, when I was in the military, I was blind. I was blind. Literally, like, not, could not see. Could not see. Right now, I'm not wearing glasses or contacts. That's because I had laser eye surgery. And during the procedure, I was awake. You have to, like, hold your eyes open and all those things. And so they did the one eye. And I looked over and I could see the clock and I could read it. Girl, I was like, I can see that. I can see that. That's I can see the clock. And that's how I think that Sarah was laughing. She was like, huh. <laughs> OK, this is huh. OK. You think this is OK? All right. <laughs> I believe yeah, this is this is strained and weird. And let's do this. Whatever. That's how I think she was laughing. I don't think she was laughing like and this is gonna be so funny i don't think she was doing that i think she was like legit like surprised laughing like this is the for real this is this is really gonna happen because god made a covenant with abram he said do you see the stars in the sky that's how numerous your descendants will be through his wife. That's that's how God intended because he's good on marriage. He knows what biblical marriage, he created biblical marriage. And that's how he wanted his his people to have marriage. So that's what he said. He was like, no, through your wife, dude. And then, I don't know if you know the story, but basically covenants mean with God, whatever he says is true will be true. It does not mean you won't wait. It does not mean that you might get it wrong. It does not mean that you think that you have to do something for that to happen. You don't necessarily have to do something for that to happen except for keep giving God your yes. Just keep sitting in the spot that God is going to make good on his promise. He could have given you a big word, girl. He could have given you, you're going to be the queen of Sheba. You're going to rule this many towns and blah, blah, blah. You're going to have millions of dollars. Or he could have been like, you will have that baby you've been praying for. You will have that baby, right? You have to just wait sometimes and keep giving God your yes. Keep going back to worship. Keep going back to what he said and trusting that his word, his covenant is true. And it's not like a contract with our business where somebody could be like, I kind of want to get out of the contract early or there's terms in there that say, hey, I want to get out of this mastermind early. 
I will pay X, Y, and Z early so that I can get out of it. No, it's not like that. When God says something is true, God is true. God is, is the only factor that is true. So back to covenants. Did you know, this is something I learned recently, and I think that it's the most wild thing, that in Genesis, when he was making the covenant with Abram, he, they, they have this way of doing it. Like culturally, they have a way of doing covenants. Basically, what you do is you like cut down. You have, you have a sacrifice. They have a sacrifice. You cut it. The, the blood runs into the middle. And then you walk through it, both of you saying basically, it's like a blood oath. It's a blood oath saying, if you break it, you will turn to blood because I will kill you and vice versa. That's it. So when Abram was making this covenant with God, he prepared the same type of, of thing because that was biblical. So for us, if we're going to make a covenant with God in today's culture, we would write out a contract. Think of it like that. So, so when we write out contracts for, with God and we say, okay, God, I will give you my yes and amen. You said this. Now, don't go making things up that you want him to say. It's like actually what he said to you when he was in that small, still space saying, this is for you. This is what I have for you, my child. I love you. This is what I have for you. This is my calling for you. This is my future for you because all things are working for my good. And I will order your feet. This is where I want you to be. X, Y, Z. So he's writing out this contract. Okay. And then you sign on the dotted line saying, God, I will give you my yes and amen. And God, I always think of like in Disney movies, it's like when Triton's signing that thing from Ursula. And he's like, that's what I imagine it being like. And like it turns to gold and she takes it. But it's really God that's like, I will make this come to true because I am God and this is going to happen the way that I said it's going to because I am God and I am God, period, dot. When he signs that covenant with us, that contract with us as his people, as the people who have already given our life to him and said yes and amen, we're going after everything you have for us, Jesus. We literally don't have a spot. We don't have a spot to sign. There's no if you do this spot. There's none of that. There's you, if you mess up spot. There's not that. It is just, I said this, this is true, done. There's nothing we can do to break that promise that God has given to us. There's nothing we can do to not get the, the, the love and the glory that God has for us and the prosperity and all of the things he has for us, except for not giving him our yes. That's it. Sometimes we, we delay our blessings because you know what? Sometimes I think we delay and sometimes I think that God knows who we are. And so he's expecting us to take a little bit longer sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Like he just knows. So he waits for us to do the things that we know that we're supposed to do. But he's not going to leave us. He's not going to forsake us. These are, these are his covenant promises. This is what he has given to us. This is what he is going to do. He remembers those promises he gave to us. So whether it's in business, whether it's with God, whether it's whatever, Think about the things that you are promising to other people in your business. Think about the things you're promising your kids, your husband. Think about the things that God has promised you and try to give that same grace, the same faith, that same whatever, because, because God, because Jesus loved us, so we must therefore love others.
Because God gives us a promise, we too can keep our promise to others. Because that is our, it's our calling. It's our mission. It's our life. It's our everything. Covenants, contracts. Girl, you got this. Wow, that was so good. So I know that you know somebody that also needs to hear that. So share this episode. Leave a review. And I would love if you could watch my free workshop at JeanettePeterson.com slash missing piece. I'll see you guys over on the grams at Jeanette.Peterson. Bye.